This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damage guild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. We want this made into some armor, please. Might I ask where you found this? Some kind of shadowy, drakey, magical beastie thing. He will take all of your measurements and begin work. You arrive at the city offices. We find the weapon licensure office. Every weapons application requires a background check involving magical divination. They'll figure out who I am. Yeah, I don't actually don't know if any of us should go through with this process. Next. Let's go see if we can track Torque down. You recall the neighborhood where Torgrin used to live? The door opens up. I was told by your neighbor that you guys used to have a dwarf living next door. He left almost a year ago. Maybe we should do the next thing on our list. The only other thing on our list is going to the venue. The biggest stage that you can find is the Tidana Amphitheater. It is on the fifth day when you hear word that a messenger has arrived from Felmendar's troop. You could probably find that messenger in town and figure out what's up. Yeah, let's find this guy. We go over there. Okay. He's basically acting like a town crier almost, standing in the market, shouting and advertising. He's got stacks of parchment that he's using to hand out posters and flyers and things. Nice. He's also got a big box of what looks like tickets that he's trying to sell. I grab a huge stack of those parchments and start walking around and handing them out. Um, they're not <laughs> just for people to come and grab. He's yeah, I'm just helping. Just helping, man. I'm just making your job easier. He'll <laughs> hand these out. Then I walk around the corner and dump them in an alley, light them on fire. <laughs> we actually do want to buy tickets. Yeah. Because we need to send the follow-up letter to... Yeah, Yeah, no, we also want as many people there as possible because we want to have as many witnesses as Mm -hmm. possible. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. yep, more people, more chaos, more bodies to slip behind. I mean... (laughs) Meat shields. We're not going to use them as meat shields, but we do... (laughs) Do we need to buy tickets for the three of us as well? Uh, Yeah. Because we probably want to just get into the show as a normal showgoer, right? Yeah, we don't want to have to sneak into the show. Depends. Uh, let's just make it easy on ourselves. If it's at the... Well, we should definitely buy tickets so that we have that option. But if it's at the yep. amphitheater and it's outdoors, it makes it a little easier to... Well, I, I think having the option... We have so much money. We should probably just buy the five tickets. Yeah, that's what I just yeah. said. Okay. Yeah, let's give ourselves the option even if we don't use it for all the dif- for, for all of us, for our plan. Okay. Right. All right. Well, the tickets come in many different varieties because you quickly learn that this is going to be a week-long event. Wow. Whoa. That Feldmandar is going to be performing in. Oh, huh. my goodness. So you have to pick your day. Most of the shows run every day or almost every day, but they have a bunch of different shows. They have a full week with different events. You can buy tickets for individual shows for full day, for the whole week. You can get, you know, the good seats up front. You can get the, whatever, the cheap seats in the back. They've got yeah. full range all the way from uh, three silver for cheap seats to an individual event up to 80 gold for the full week pass to all the best Whoa. seats. Wow. So it's whatever you want to get. Aslo must just be like seething with jealousy right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is unthinkable for him. So do we know anything about it? So is it the sh- same show each day? 
or are there differences? It seems like good chunks of it will be the same, but some parts are changed up each time. Are there any, like, featurettes or any... Do we get any intel on, like, day one will feature... Like, which one of the sh- days is going to feature a lovely, young, elvish woman? <laughs> How do we find out which one she's going to be at? Looking for Nelia first. Nelia was really more of your stagehand. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just going to say. Like, she's probably not a featured act. Yeah. Unless oh, really? Filmandar has made her one. Hmm. He could have. So, l- let's play the riddle game. Which night of the week do we do it? Like, surely not the first night, right? Yeah. Should be super climactic by making it the last night? No, predictable. <laughs> yeah, definitely predictable. That's true. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't want Felminar to have the joy of, of having a full week-long show. You know what I mean? Want <laughs> right. to interrupt it like halfway through, maybe? Yeah, I would say like early midweek. Yeah, I just want to do it when his guard is most down. Exactly. Right. Like yeah. day three, day two. Yeah, least expected. Like, they had a great show. It went really well day one, and they're feeling cocky. Right. We yeah. come in and mess them up day two. Or, th- yeah, yeah. or three. I like that. That's my thought. There's there's a method to the which tickets we buy. Now, yeah. here's the next next thought. Will Lord Grunwald be able to wait? Like, Or is because we've tipped him off, is he going to go to the first show? Mm. No, we did say tickets are forthcoming yeah. in our letter. Right. So, ooh, then... How long does the courier service run? Like, like if we give them a letter, how soon does it get delivered? Do we know that? Generally speaking, they would deliver it the same day, but then you don't know what their intake policy is at his manner on whether he would actually get it. Let's be safe. Yeah, why don't we pick a day later in the week just to ensure that the tickets get to Lord Grunwald? Wouldn't that be like day three, day four? Well, how soon can we buy them? You can buy the tickets right now. He's selling them... For whoever wants them, the hmm. caravan is set to arrive in four days, and the first show will be the next day. Okay. So if we do the third day, that gives us a week to buy the tickets and have them sent. Yes. So, yeah, let's do that. I, I like that. So let's shoot for five tickets for day three. Day three. And we want to do, like, middle section, not too... Like, we don't want to give them front row seats, because we don't want Lord Grunwald to get blood on his cravat. So we want him to like be at a safe distance from the proceedings, but still close enough to see in detail what's going on. Okay, but don't we want to get him fancy-ish seats? He yeah. is a lord. He would expect to have good quality seats, especially if someone's going to buy them for him. He might see it as a uh, as a slap in the face if they're not like great yeah. seats. Yeah, so now that the, the messenger is here and he's selling tickets, does he know which venue he's selling tickets for? Mm, that was my next question. Yes, they have booked the amphitheater, mm. as you had suspected. All right. So we we don't have anything like box seats in the amphitheater, I'm guessing. Not exactly. There are seats near the front that are segregated from the rest of the crowd. Okay. Would he be safer there, we think? Well, so there's distance and then there's safety, right? Like we want him to be close enough to see, but far enough away to be safe. Well, there could be the cacophony and the chaos of the crowd like freaking out and getting up out of their seats. So him being distant, are those more expensive, I'm assuming? Which ones? The ones that are 
set aside. Uh, yeah, it's a lot more expensive. Like how much are we talking? So if you're going to pick an event where you know that Felmandar is going to be featured, which I, I assume that's your goal, yeah. then he, he's going to have the most expensive events, and the best tickets for that are going to run you 15 gold a seat. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right. I think we can swing that. Yeah. So that's for every ticket or that's for the nicer tickets for Lord Cronwald and his advisor? That's for the best tickets for Felmandar's personal show. Mm. All right. So we get Lord Grunwald the best tickets and then we get the cheap seats. Yep. Yep. All right. Cheap seats for his show are still kind of expensive. They're going to be one gold okay. each. Okay. That's fine. I'll pay that. We're going to pay for Lord Grunwald's out of party gold? I'm going to pay for Lord Grunwald's two tickets out of my own personal funds. Mm. Aslo, such a change of heart. What what brought this on? <sighs> this is... This, this is, is it. This is this it. This is it, my friend. This is what I've been building up to for the last year of my life. If there's ever a time to not be a cheapskate, though it pains me deeply, <laughs> time is now. You're really putting your money where your mouth is, Aslo. I like, I like this, to see this side of you. Well, don't get used to it. I hope this doesn't go away after we kill Felmandar. I mean, put Felmandar away. <laughs> so that's 30 gold? Yep, for two seats. Okay. Plus another gold for your own. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It's coming. It's so close. I can almost taste it. Seven more days until... Seven more days. We're almost Seven there. Seven more days. One week. All right, we should rush off to the courier, right? And Yep, let's draft up a letter. Yeah, we need to write another letter to go with these tickets, don't we? Yes. Lord, dear, dearest Lord Grunwald, as promised, here are the tickets that we have promised. Please do not miss this show. You will not want to miss it. <laughs> as we said before, you're, bring your, trust, Br- yeah, your, most, bring your trust- most trusted advisor and prepare to learn the truth. About your wife's passing. And yeah, feel free to bring as many guards or whatever, right? Or whatever. Maybe not. We I forgot. I think originally we planned to tell him, like, bring as many guards as you feel you need. Or I think we didn't add that. Yeah. I think that can go without saying, though. Because then if we tell him to bring guards, it'll be like, why do I need to protect myself? Am I mm. in danger? Um, maybe we could say, we could phrase it like, if you doubt the validity of this request or have concerns about your own safety, rest assured you will have no trouble from us, but of course feel free to bring whatever protection you deem appropriate. I feel like no matter how you phrase it, it's going to put him on edge. Yeah, I think we just leave it up to him to provide his own protection. Fair enough. I think that goes without saying. Even if he's not there, there still would be a lot of witnesses. Mm -hmm. So let's just hope that he's there. Yeah. It makes it a much better plan. Yeah. All right. We bought him tickets, and he's in the... Oh, or we could mention that we bought him the tickets that are separate, separated. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he'll see... He should see on the ticket that that's the case. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they'll have seat numbers and everything. The other thing is that three days in gives us a chance to contact Nalia in advance of... The show. The show. Mm-hmm. With your plans drawn together and your invitation and tickets sent... Lord Grinwald, you spend the next few days waiting for Felmandar's group to arrive. Eventually, as expected, they pull into town. There's a big commotion as this group makes it through the gates and parades down the streets towards the appointed theater areas. Should we throw dirt clods? Oh man, guys, I want to go to the parade. Can we Can we see them coming into town, please? We should. We totally should. Yeah, I want to go to the parade to throw dirt clods at Felmandar's procession. Okay, not like an actual parade, just they're <laughs> proceeding down the road and you know, showing off. I, I guess you could call it a parade. 
It's a caravan of, of wagons, essentially, right? Covered wagons, probably. Yeah. This is like the sneak peek. This is like trailers. This is how this used to work, right? Yeah, right. It's, it's the trailer to their show. To entice us to buy tickets if we haven't already bought our tickets. I mean, if nothing else, this is an opportunity to gain a little bit of insight, a little bit of knowledge. Every, we have to take every you know opportunity that we can. So I say we go and watch them come to town. We might catch a sneak peek of something. Yeah, I mean, I'm envisioning it as like a Prince Ali type of situation. Where there he's got go. all the like, people juggling and like yeah, people in breathing fire. Yeah, all that cool stuff. So yes, you arrive and you watch the procession. Most of it is just people pulling you know, covered wagons and carts and whatever. Can I bring a basket of rotten fruit? <laughs> Shaba, we don't want to draw attention to ourselves, remember? <laughs> but we can pretend to be other people. Yeah, actually, Aslo, let me let me fix your disguise. Fix my disguise? Your mustache is a little... <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. There are a handful of performers who are doing you know, occasional things just at the sides, you know, like some juggling here and there, or maybe some working with the animals, keeping the tigers contained in their cages and whatnot. So they're drawing some attention but that way, but they're not really trying to show off too much for the crowds. However, there are a few people also shouting in the front and the back and a couple on the sides, you know, like, come see the performances, blah, 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 you know, advertising. Building up the hype. Yep. And it's drawing quite a bit of attention. So it seems like they'll probably have full house for a while. Is there anything in particular that you're looking out for? Felmandar himself, of course. And Nelia. Is he in like a cover, like a carriage that's it closed off because all the fans would go crazy if they saw him? Like he leans out <laughs> and like people throw roses at him. <laughs> and then people give him their babies to kiss. But he just rides off with them because he's a jerk like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the baby. <laughs> Finders keepers. Stupid Felmandar. Not the Goblin King. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you keep an eye out for Felmandar and Nelia, and wouldn't you know it, you see them at the same time. <gasps> what? Because they are riding in <gasps> the same carriage. Oh, no. What? They're in a nice, like, gilt and red velvet covered carriage that has the curtains drawn just enough so that you can see them inside, but, you know, only from certain angles. And it shields them from most of the crowd, but they're occasionally leaning out and waving and so on. I'm like, Aslo, knock it off! And I wave my arms vigorously over his head to pop all the hearts that are floating up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we can't let him see that. He's going to go nuts, right? And then we both look over at Aslo just to see your face. (laughs) And you see that he's reaching into the extra-dimensional satchel and starting to pull (laughs) out his crossbow. No, 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 don't do it, don't do it. I grab his arm and push it back down and say, Aslo, there's a time and a place for it, and it's not here. We're so close. I can take the shot. I can (laughs) take the shot. Let me me have it, man. You gotta wait. Patience, Aslo. Patience. Yeah, do those breathing exercises we worked on. That's right. (laughs) We knew this is what we trained for. (sighs) Remember your training, Aslo. Alright, I'm cool. I'm cool. The carriage passes and it doesn't look like they noticed you, but then again, you are disguised with your both physical disguise and your spell at this point, so... Yeah. As you're calming down a little bit, three-quarters of the way through the caravan, you spot another pair of familiar faces. You see your parents are driving one of the wagons. Ah, mm. dude. 
Those traitors. <laughs> <laughs> you start pulling out your crossbow again. No, 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 don't do that, Asla. <laughs> Asla, what's come over you? <laughs> I don't know. Felmondar just brings out a murderous bloodlust in me. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand. I mean, I've only just seen that guy, but I don't like him already. Right? Yeah. See? That's what I'm talking about. Just the look of him. He just has that kind of face that you just, just, got just that hate him. Face. It's punchable. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm. Only a mother could love that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I mean, if you weren't already predisposed to dislike him, you would think he was quite a handsome fellow for an mm. elf, at least. Whatever yeah. that means. That makes me dislike him even more because I'm jealous of how handsome he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous of how tall he is, too. <laughs> But yeah, he's like one of those inflatable clowns with a little weight at the bottom that you just punch, and then he pops right back up, and then you, yeah. you just want to keep punching him, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, oh, man. So with that, the caravan passes you, and you're still restraining yourself in the street. Barely. Do you <laughs> do you want to follow them? Do you want to go somewhere else? What do you do next? Um, we shouldn't follow them unless other people are following them. Are other people in the crowd trailing behind? Well, I mean, general traffic is continuing to move in both directions along the street. Okay. Yeah, let's uh, let's trail them for a bit, but definitely not stick out. We want to stick into the crowds and just kind of trail them. I'm sure they're going straight to the... Well, maybe not. Maybe they go to an inn and stay there for the night. The tour buses have to go, you know. The band has to sleep somewhere. Yeah, this is exactly what we need to find out, is where they're going, where their accommodations might be, whether they sleep exactly. like, in their car- carriages or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, it, it, only if we can inconspicuously move along with the crowds to mm-hmm. see that stuff. Is it worth it, in my opinion? Exactly. Okay. Right. Uh, you think you can move along without standing out any more than you naturally do, just by your size and appearance? You follow them, and eventually reach the commons and area around the amphitheater. It's getting towards evening already, so they're probably not going to be performing tonight, but the caravan starts to kind of unpack and set up their tents and so on. They're all getting to work assembling the set, and that'll probably take them a few hours, but do you want to stay and watch from a distance somewhere? If there's a good vantage point where we're unlikely to be seen, I don't know if there are other buildings on top of which we might look out. There are various buildings around. This is, like I said, the commons area, so there's various shops and stores. Yeah, this might actually be a good opportunity to uh, intercept Nalia while the rest of the crew is busy unpacking, everything's mm-hmm. sort of scattered and disorganized. Well, of note, we don't even need to get her face-to-face. You just need to be within... How many feet is your special cantrip of choice? Ah, wow. Mm, that's true. Clutch. Good idea. That is true. Good call. It's 120 feet. Yeah, so you could just send her mental love notes. Wow, dude. I was, like, imagining us having to, like, find a way to corner her in an alley or something to get her attention, but that's brilliant. I would not have even thought of that. Yeah, that's a great idea. All right, so you try to get close enough and watch for a moment when she's relatively alone to contact her? Yeah, if there's a way to sort of, like, stick to the buildings going around the outside of the common area... Or, you know, again, like, whatever we have to do to stay inconspicuous. Okay, well, uh, most of the people are giving the caravan a wide berth at this point because they're setting up and clearly need a lot of space for what they're doing. But you can get close enough that at least if you see her on the edge somewhere, you should be able to contact her. Okay. Well, how sweet. A a reunited 
Aslu and Nalia. <laughs> Tokus, Tokus kind of holds his hands like this to the side and, <laughs> and a little tear. A little bit of a swoon. Yeah. Yeah, a little tear. A reunition. That's definitely a word. <laughs> well, that sounds good. We'll stay at that distance and then just kind of keep an eye out and see how things go. Okay. You can see that your parents are helping a lot with the grunt work of setting up tents and everything. Felmendar looks like he's... Well, he's not actually participating in the setup, at least at the moment. You see, fairly early on, he leaves the group and goes to one of the inns. Mm. It's just an inn that's a little bit off the common area. The Hearth and Heartwood. A Hearth and Heartwood. A few minutes after he leaves, you see Nelia. You pick her out of the crowd again. She seems to be just talking with some of the other performers. She's not doing so much of the physical work at the moment. Do you want to... Try contacting her or wait? Yeah, is she close enough? Yes. Okay. Wait till she's not, like, mid-conversation. That might raise alarm bells. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, we we could we could um just, like, have the three of us maybe, like, grab the local paper and just kind of, like, be talking amongst ourselves? Yeah, that's a good idea for, for our cover. We can just stand there and facing each other, sort of look like we're having a conversation. Yeah, we could go buy a water cooler and just put it out in the street and stand around it. <laughs> You guys brought your trench coats and newspapers, right? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Okay, good. Stripey's already got his own. Oh, good. With the, with the fedora on top, too. <laughs> but yeah, like, obviously, we, we know the plan is for you to talk to her, and we'll just kind of, like, gently shuffle closer, you know? <laughs> yeah, but definitely, like, cut out, like, the little hole in the newspaper so that you can put your eye through and <laughs> yeah, see her. Exactly. Make sure you know where she is. <laughs> More realistically, you're probably just browsing market stalls. That are set up around the outside area. Yeah. yeah. Although most of them are closing up for the evening, too. But you're looking at the ones that are still open while actually looking at the circus here. Watching Nelia, you see that uh, after a minute or two, the conversation breaks up, and it looks like she's about to head off towards somewhere farther in. Uh, once the conversation breaks off, I will, with my arm down by my side, I'll kind of point my finger in her direction and cast a spell, and I will whisper to her and say, Nelia! Don't be alarmed. It's okay. She freezes momentarily as soon as you start the message. <laughs> Nelia, it's all right. Don't be alarmed. I have something very important to tell you. If you can, walk over in the direction of the market the, stalls. The direction of the... That's your 25 <laughs> words. <laughs> oh, this one is... Wait, is it 25 words? This is... Uh, yeah. This is one round. This one doesn't have the 25-word limit. I thought that was message. Yeah, I thought that was the... No, this is just a cantrip, one action, one round, and you whisper to them. Oh, okay. I thought we were counting words. We, we did have something that was a certain number of words, though, right? Wasn't it the was it the, uh, the spell from Ravnica? There is another spell, but I think that's a leveled spell, and you can send it a lot farther, but you can only send 25 words. Okay. Yeah, for some reason I thought earlier on the, in the show we were counting words. Yeah, I thought so, too. Maybe I'm thinking the sending spell. Well, maybe there's only so many words you can fit inside of eight seconds unless you're the Guinness World Records holder for speaking the fastest. <laughs> Speed talking. Yeah. All right. Well, you, anyway, it was more just for a joke because you can just keep on casting it. And... Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's a cantrip, so I'll just keep casting it over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't said, hey, it's Aslo, by the way. I guess I you know. just assume that she knows, remembers your voice. I didn't want to alarm her too much. I'm just testing the waters to see how she reacts first. Yeah. So you said, don't be alarmed. You wanted to meet in the... If you can, make your way over to the market stalls behind you. You hear her response. 
Who is this? How do I know that I'd be safe going there? Ooh. I say, again, don't be alarmed. It's it's me, Aslo. She's like, Aslo who? <laughs> do I know you? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she stops completely in her tracks and turns around quickly and then starts scanning the crowd. <laughs> I, I don't see you. Where are you? You won't see my face because I'm in a disguise. I'm here with, with something very important to tell you. One of the other people nearby walks up to Nelia and seems to ask her a question. She just nods and, and it's like, oh, yeah. You, you can't hear what she's saying, but she looks like she's assuring him that everything's all right. And then he walks off somewhere else and she starts to cautiously walk out towards the crowd. So the three of us are over by the market stalls. Um, I mean, it might not be good to make like physical contact or close contact. You might just want to talk to her from a distance. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. It's like, this could literally compromise our cover. Yeah, that's true. I'm going worst case scenario, but let's say Felmendar gets back from checking. I'm assuming he's checking on the booking right at the local inn or whatever. Or he might just be going there because he doesn't do any of the setup himself. That's true. He's the boss man. But listen, I, I, there's a possibility that he or one of the goons that kind of like maybe watches over Nalia, right? I mean, she's precious yeah. to him. So I, surely there's somebody else that watches over her besides himself. So like, yeah, for her to go over to the marketplace and start talking with three sketchy nobodies. Strangers. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I suggested to you, oh yeah, you have message. I was I was thinking it was just going to be like a, you know, I, I I think it's risky, but you know, you do what you want to do. Yeah, no, I think that that brings up a good point. I'll say, on second thought, stay where you are and continue to to act inconspicuous. Nelia, I've traveled all this way. I've come back because I'm trying to set things right. I'm trying to prove my innocence, and me and my friends need your help to do it. Are you willing to help? As though I, I I think we need to discuss this up close before I can make any decisions. I I can't even see you. I don't know that it's you. Okay. Tell you what. Let's meet up. Could you meet tomorrow night at the Yellow Finch Inn? I dare not leave too far from where I'm supposed to be. Perhaps you could find me my room. I will be here at the Hearth and Heartwood. Would it not be dangerous for me to enter the place where all the rest of the, the crew is? What if Felmendar sees me? What about Felmendar? <laughs> I don't see any reason why you should be worried. Most of the crew will be staying either in the tents or at the various inns around town. So you'll have a room to yourself then? Yes, I will. Okay. Tomorrow night, when the clock strikes nine. I will be waiting. Very well. And she hesitantly pulls back and walks off to do whatever it is that she's working on. Also, I'm still in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, didn't want to uh, push the gas too hard right at the beginning there. <laughs> Aslo, you got to talk to Nalia? It's cool, guys. It's cool. But you can see that he's like sweating profusely. <laughs> and he's got the got the shakes. Yeah. yeah, how you feeling, buddy? Oh, just just great. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm on top of the world. She was aware that you were in a relationship with her, right? <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't like I was dating her, but she didn't know it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't one of those kind of situations. Oh, you thought we were dating? <laughs> oh, I just thought oh. you were being really nice to me because you wanted to be friends. <laughs> like in Parks and Rec when uh, Chris breaks up with Anne, but she doesn't realize that he's broken up with her. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so she thinks they're still dating. Anyway. <laughs> Man, that was an adrenaline rush. Hmm. 
All right, so the plan is for me to meet up with her tomorrow night at nine at the hearth and heart the heart and hearthstone hearth and heartwood hearth and heartwood <laughs> we're gonna play a quick couple quick rounds of, of hearthstone while we're at it. <laughs> the winner falls in love with the other <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, but this could blow the whole operation I know but she said she wasn't comfortable having this conversation unless we were meeting in person apparently she's imprisoned because she doesn't want to uh, arouse suspicion by going off into the city on her own. Well, that's also not uh, totally without justification. I mean, they're in a a new city and could be dangerous people lurking about. Right, a young woman out at night. At night on her own, yeah, Yeah. exactly. This is not a simple operation. I mean, like, Shaba and I would need to be stationed nearby should something go down or be watching from the rooftops. Absolutely. I totally agree. I think it'll be all three of us go, but then I'm the only one who goes in. And you guys are, are right there in case something goes wrong. I can message to you. Yeah. I think that's the plan. Did she give you her room number? Um, we can say that she did. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably ask at the inn, at least potentially. Yeah. Well, it would be nice to know her room number so that we can position ourselves accordingly if we're going to keep watch. Yeah. When she said my room, I assumed that she would tell me what her room number is, but... Room number B. Mm-hmm. She hasn't been into the inn yet. She might not know her own room number. Yeah, oh, that's, that's true. Not that they would have numbers. She wouldn't know her location. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, with your message is, like, super helpful for this. I mean, you could message her to find what room she's in. Yeah, that's true. Do you have to be able to see the target of your message? No, it can go, uh, it can pass through solid objects, if you're familiar with the target, and know that they're beyond the barrier. Okay. Magical silence, one foot of stone, one inch of metal... A thin sheet of lead or three feet of wood block the spell. Nice. Yeah, there's not going to be... If he's inside the inn, there's not going to be three feet of wood, right? Yeah. Nah, dog. Yeah, so can't go wrong. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll play lookout for you in case we need to do an extraction. Yeah, perfect. All right. <sighs> do you stick around to watch anymore? I don't think we need to, right? Well, Thane was saying that the marketplace was closing down, so we're kind of losing our cover story. Yeah, and I think we can go to the hearth and heartwood and encase the joint, uh, kind of get a lay of the land so we know our plan of attack. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're coming to the end of the day, though. How long can you sustain your super awesome double-layered disguise? The spell is last one hour, so I can, as long as I can just keep casting it. I think last time we talked about whenever I'm in the room, I don't have it on, but then whenever we go out into the city, I just cast it for each hour. Right. I mean, you, what, we, you, we calculated you have up to 14 hours of coverage, right? Something like that, yeah. So you probably have at least a few hours left? Eleven. Eleven hours, yeah, total, that I can cast. Okay, you have eleven total spell slots, got it. Yep. So what do you do? You go into the hearth and heartwood? I think we scope out the the outside of it. Okay. You can tell that it's definitely uh, one of the wealthier inns. It's got freshly painted shutters on all the windows. It's nice, thick, sturdy, good condition wood and Mm. brick in its structure. It's got actual glass windows. It looks like a nice place to stay. Where are we staying again? The coal miner's canary? <laughs> something like that? We had stayed at the yellow finch. The yellow yeah. finch, that's right. I knew it was something yellow. <laughs> and it was a bird. Yeah, our digs suck. Why don't we get a room here? <laughs> <laughs> because this is where Felmendar's staying, that's why. Yeah, I think our inn is actually pretty nice, isn't it? Yours was a medium level. This is definitely a cut above. Decent. It's not a bad idea to just change our place of residence every couple of nights anyway because of the cult. 
That's fair. Yeah, that would be horrible if, like, when we're trying to engage Felmondar, that the cult also <laughs> finds us the same up. night. <laughs> On stage, the cult just drops in from the ceiling. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had that thought earlier tonight. I don't know why I had that thought, but I was like, that would be like such a wonderful twist, and like it would be it would be campaign over because you know both of those encounters at the same time. But still, that'd be such a great twist. A couple of cloud giants walk in. <laughs> somehow teleported here from the other continent. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, that would just clearly be Thane's trying to end the show. Three birds with one stone. Yeah, right. And we're done. All the climaxes at the same time. The cultists are fighting the giants, and Felmandar is fighting the also the giants. <laughs> we're fighting Felmandar. Nalia's fighting Nalia. Yeah, <laughs> Nalia is slaying Stripey and killing cultists. As you're looking at the hearth and Hartwood, Felmandar walks back out. He's been in there for maybe seven or eight minutes, and he starts heading back towards the rest of the caravan. So he probably just set up whatever needed to be set up there. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, now that I think about it, I feel like we we either need to change rooms in the same inn or just hop every single night to a different inn. Like, just for our own... Sanity. Safety and non-trackability. Do you have PTSD from that one time we got attacked by the red slime in... Yes. Uh, in Glenthammer? <laughs> Flint, uh... Glenhammer. Glenhammer. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Glass rock. Just glass, glass rock. rock. There we go. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Okay, cool. Um, okay, I just wanted to double check. And also, the, remember the time we got attacked by the cult in the training room at the Sapphire mm-hmm. Saber? And also yep. remember the time that we got attacked by the cult in the middle of the wilderness? That even, <laughs> even we didn't know where we were? Remember that time? <laughs> and remember the time where I got attacked by the cult in my nightmares? Right. All those times. Okay, all right. Fair point. And the time the Tokus did as well. In his nightmares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm the one who has PTSD somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to have Jay all, or Shaba also experience a creepy shadow dream so that he mm. has the same PTSD. It's because the two of you are basically like my children. I'm like <laughs> your, your mother. And so your mental anguish and distress, I empathize so deeply with it that it's given me this... Uh, this that predil- you end up stressing more right. than we do. This predilection toward an overabundance of caution. Mm. Well, I think we've done all that we can do tonight, right? I think so. Yeah. But I think you're right, Shabba. We should switch ins each night. Yep. All right. Well, let's let's go to the squalid squid down by the docks. <laughs> <laughs> There's no docks here. Definitely like a step one. above. Yeah. <laughs> So, in addition to the hearth and heartwood and the yellow finch, there's also Porthos's potables, the watery pint, Amira's apples and ale, and the lofty dreams. Well, all of them. The lofty dreams? Let's go to the lofty dreams. That sounds rather pleasant. Uh, I'd say let's stick with the filthy peasant for tonight. <laughs> That's not an option. Oh, man. <laughs> I open an inn called the filthy peasant. It's in a back alley. We sleep there tonight. All right, yeah, let's just figure out which one's the most random and go there and then hop i think the pleasant dreams is the most random one yeah lofty dreams lofty Lofty dreams dreams. so do we get our money back if we have nightmares (laughs) no it doesn't say anything about pleasant dreams just lofty ones lofty ones all right well i have to take our chances then you can see that this inn is designed to make it look and feel like you're sleeping in the loft of a farmhouse or a barn or something but mm. without the bad smells. Oh, nice. Mm. Okay. 
Sweet. So they went all in on that styling and theme. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the night passes uneventfully. Phew. And you head off the next day, or the next evening, for the Hearth and Heartwood. Is there anything else you want to do before your meeting? Not I. I don't think so. Okay, are you going to spend the day indoors so you don't have to waste spell slots? Yeah, exactly. We could drop in on the leather worker dude. What was his name again? It was Nalath. Nalath's tanning and hides. Yeah, we could go say hi to Nalath. I mean, even if he isn't done with your armor, we could just, you know, say hey. Chat it up. Yeah. I really can't think of much of anything else in the city that we could do. Yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> think we need to do anything else, really. Yeah. All right. Did you plan to do anything with your parents, having seen them around? Just a reminder that they're also here. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely want to see them, for sure. Aslo misses them a lot. But um, I think in my mind... Uh, once we get the rest of the situation figured out, it will be much, much easier, hopefully, to meet with them. Yeah, it would be a less painful reunion for you if your name was already cleared as well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, that's two more people I would have to convince, you know, beforehand. Yeah, does Nalia still love you now that you're, like, in her eyes a murderer? Or do, did she love you through the murder? Dude, that's the question. I'm just thinking about that right now. She grew to love him through the murder. (laughs) (laughs) The murder drew us closer together, really, I would say. We're closer now than we ever were before. I mean, I'm sure she's wrestled with that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I have no idea how she feels. As though I never truly loved you until you were a murderer. (laughs) Oh, and then she really knew that she really did love him because she was like, I still love him. But he's a murderer. It must be real. Yeah, exactly. But now that you tell me that you didn't actually kill her, it wasn't your fault. I don't love you anymore. (laughs) It's all a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, there's no upsides here. Let's see how this goes. Yeah, and she's kind of a pivotal piece, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, to to Aslo's story and character, for sure. Mm. But also to clearing your name. Like, we need her help. Yes. I mean, we ideally could use her help if she doesn't help us out then we just still do the same plan but um just don't tell her about it yeah exactly we're enlisting her help because we feel like it's probably the shortest way from point a to point b yeah i.e eliciting a confession yeah the appointed hour has arrived you approach the inn in your disguise Mm -hmm. and step inside wait wouldn't we have spent some of the day figuring out if there was like a rooftop that Shaba or I could scout from to kind of um, get an aerial view? It would have been easier if we'd known the room number, but since she didn't even know that herself, it's kind of hard to... Depending on how big this inn is. Right. This is one of the larger buildings in the area. It's three stories tall and has oh, wow. maybe like a 40 by 60 foot footprint, so it's pretty large. Mm. There are other buildings around that you could try to climb on top of. None of them are really... I mean, nothing has a flat roof here. Yeah. It's all sloped because of the weather that they get. I was more picturing the two of you hanging out outside nearby so that if something goes awry, I can just message you and then you come bursting in. Right. So we just want to be within that 120 feet. Yeah. I was more picturing you throwing out a bedsheet rope from the window so that we could climb up and come inside and finally meet this <laughs> Nalia who you've been talking about so much. <laughs> that works too. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll sort of keep our distance, but try to remain within message range in case uh, you need some assistance. Yeah, we'll bust out yesterday's newspaper and try to look inconspicuous, to use that word for the third time. Inconspicuous. (laughs) Why are those two people reading yesterday's newspaper? That's odd. (laughs) Those two people look rather inconspicuous. (laughs) 
<laughs> they also have that badger. <laughs> that badger looks awfully inconspicuous to me. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, I make my way into the hearth and hardwood. Innkeeper calls out to you, Welcome. Do you like a room for the evening? I go up close to him so I don't have to shout across the room and uh, lower my voice a little bit and say, uh, oh, oh, I'm just looking, uh, hoping to meet up with someone. You don't uh, happen to have a Nelia staying here by any chance? Why, yes, I do. And who might you be? Should I alert her that you have arrived? Uh, certainly, yes, you, uh, you can. Is it possible to just uh, go straight to her room? We like to inform our guests of any other guests' arrivals. Okay. He calls over one of the other workers here and tells them to go tell Nelia that there's someone here to see her. Uh, what should I say your name is? Um, you can uh, say that Honey Bunches of Oats is here. <laughs> That's, it's, a, it's a foreign name. I'm, I'm not from around here. <laughs> really? Your accent is quite good. Oh, thank you. I've been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> so he sends off the messenger. That was an old nickname we used to, used to call each other. <laughs> a minute later, the messenger returns and says that she would like to see you in her room. Very well. She called you honey bunches of oats and you called her frosted shredded wheat. <laughs> <laughs> I called her health pellets. <laughs> uh, frosty flakes. <laughs> all right, so the worker leads you upstairs all the way up to the third floor and down one of the hallways and says that here you are, good sir. And he gives you a brief bow and starts heading downstairs. All right. Wait, I just thought about this. What if her room is, like, right next to Felmendar's and he can, like, <laughs> hear them through the wall? And it's got one of those doors in between them that, like... Yeah, like the fireplace that revolves. And he just walks in like, oh, hey, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a uh, uh, Jack and Jill yeah. set up or something. Um, okay, I'm going to knock quietly. Yeah, definitely make sure it doesn't have one of those doors. <laughs> you softly knock on the door, and a few seconds later... It opens just a few inches, and you look up to see Nelia's face. She looks down and sees you and says, Sorry, but you're not who I was expecting. And she starts to close the door. I say, No, it's, it's me. I, I'm, I'm in a disguise. Don't you recognize my voice? Does disguise self not cover the voice? Uh, that's a good question. I think it's only appearance. Just drop the spell. Yeah, you could drop the spell. Yeah, it's just appearance. Well, just in case there's... I mean, yeah. I look around. Is there anyone else in the hallway? Not at the moment. You passed a few on your way up here, though. Okay. Well, him dropping the spell isn't going to make him look like himself. He's still wearing an actual disguise. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you tell her something that only you would know? Well, she hears your voice, and you say that it's you, and she pauses for a moment. All right. Come inside. She opens the door just enough for you to slip in. Okay. Yeah, I slip inside. Then I'll drop the disguise, and if there's part of my disguise that's easily removable, like a set of glasses or something, I'll, you know, take that off. You take off your Stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to kind of further allay any fears. She closes the door and turns and sees you do that, and then gasps. Aslo, Aslo, my dear friend, I never thought to see you again. After what happened when you disappeared... Haslow. It's me. I, I do look around to see if there are any other doors in the room. There is one other door, but it looks like it's to a closet rather than another room. Okay. You're like, it's me. And you look in a mirror and you're like, I haven't seen my face in so long. 
And I go over and kiss myself in the mirror. <laughs> ah, you're so beautiful. Um, <laughs> say, um, <laughs> hey, Leah, I can't, I can't believe it's you. It's been so long. As this whole last year, I'm amazed that you're still, you still haven't been caught and sentenced after all this time. Where have you been? I know, I know. It's uh, it's a long story. I, I, frankly, I don't have time to tell it all. We should keep this meeting short, but I'm here to tell you that uh, I am here to clear my good name. I'm, I've brought a couple of friends with me, a really tall guy, another really short guy, and a badger. It's weird. Just, just roll with it. <laughs> but they're my friends. You wouldn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> We've traveled all this way so that I can clear my good name, and I'm wondering if you would be willing to help me. What do you mean, clear your name? I... I saw you. I was there when everything happened. I I know exactly what happened. What is there to clear? I know, but Felmandar put me under a spell. He was in the audience that night. He he bewitched me with his dark magics. I, she backs away a few feet and turns her head down towards the ground. I'm, I'm afraid you... You must be confused. This... Fel, Felmandar would never do such a thing. He's... You should know, I am engaged to be wed this spring, and Belmondar, he, he's a fine elven man, and I've, I've gotten to know him well this last year. He's someone with whom I believe I should be able to start a family with no fear for my children's future. He's, he's everything I could have hoped for. <laughs> I, I don't see how he could have done such a thing to you. I'm, are you sure you're not mistaken? I'm, uh, I'm positive. I know what happened that night. You know how how much we practiced our routines. We would never have allowed something like that to happen. That was more than an accident. It was Felmandar deceiving me. He, he cast a spell to purposely make me ruin the trick, the performance, and that led to Lady Grunwald's death. So you're telling me that all this time, Felmandar was the murderer? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I know this is a lot to take in. I know... You've just gotten in from a long trip. This is the first time you're seeing me in, in many, many months. She collapses in a nearby chair and holds her face in her hands. See, she's gone quite pale. I purposely don't approach her just to kind of keep her at ease as much as possible. Got to talk about the jealousy. He was jealous of you. He wanted everything you had, including her. Exactly. She's got to see his motivations. I can only suspect that he was jealous, that he that he wanted you the whole time, that he had his eyes on you and that he had me falsely accused in order to take you away from me. But why? What would he have against you? Just me? That woman died because of me? Is it my fault? No, 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 no. It's not It's not your fault. You're not to blame. <laughs> uh, you know that Felmandar and I had, had a rivalry going through Bard's College. It was just a childish thing, though. I, I always assumed. Well, I, I thought so, too. But clearly, he's more devious than he lets on. Her voice and hands are shaking as she contemplates everything that you've said to her. Listen, I, I, I realize you might need some time to think about this. That's fine. We can meet again tomorrow night, and you can you can let me know what you think. We can prove that Felmandar did this, if you're willing to help us. We can hopefully prove it either way, but if you're willing to help, it will make things easier. And I can show you that he truly is the one who, who did this crime. I'm debating on whether I should call for a role here or just mm. play it. I mean, your yeah. charisma is so off the charts, you're pretty much guaranteed to succeed. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I think I think that's fair. I can at least try, right? 
Sure, make a persuasion check. All right. All right, that is a 17. All right. If what you say is true, I would gladly help you, but how do I know that it is true? Do you have anything that you can share with me now to prove it? I understand that you don't want to take any risk in helping me, and I can assure you that there won't be any risk to you. You won't even risk giving yourself up in any way. It would simply be going along with the plan that that the others of us are, are going to do. And what is this plan? Will there be danger? Not any real danger. You're not here to take revenge and destroy Felmendar or what you believe he's done to you? I'm not going to harm anyone with physical force in any way unless they assault me first. (laughs) And what would become of me after all this? If Felmendar is taken away, what happens to this whole troop? To your parents? Either way, you are free to do whatever you want to do. You can choose. It's up to you. If the troop carries on, it, it can carry on without Felmendar. It doesn't need him. He's just a name. I mean, he has some brand recognition that's probably pretty good, but <laughs> he'll be able to carry on without him. You, the, the show is the rest of you guys. I, I'm, I know that Felmendar is a lazy, stinky butt who doesn't do anything. He's just he's just there. He's just for, there for the glory and the fame. Felmendar is an incredible performer. He draws more to our show than anyone else does, and it would be a great loss without him. However, it would be unjust to continue under him if he is the murderer you say he is. I will assist you, but there is one thing that I need to make clear. Very well. And I'm sorry for saying it so so plainly. I loved you once, but in this last year I've given it quite a bit of thought, and I wonder now if that may have been little more than childish infatuation on both of our parts. Our time together truly was marvelous, but I don't see how I believed that it would ever end happily. I'm an elf, you're a halfling. What fate would our children face? Would we even be able to have any? Mm. Even if I help you, I don't see how we could rekindle our lost love. I would gladly stand by you as a friend. Mm. Mm. As kind of looks down at the floor, I was afraid you might say that, and I understand I put myself in your position and, and see how uh, a year apart and given the reputation that has followed me and your new found relationship with Felmendar, and he shivers a little bit, <laughs> I can understand how, how you would feel that way. All I ask is that you help me clear my name. Whatever choice you make beyond that is truly yours. I, I can't force you to, to love me. I can't force you to even be my friend. I leave that in your hands. You always were good, dependable man. Until I murdered someone. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Sorry, yes, allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) I, I thank you for your kindness, and I will repay it in turn. Let me know what you would have me do. You hear the sound of a door opening outside. Ruh-ruh-reggy. As the freezes. She listens for a second, and you hear footsteps coming towards you. Quickly, hide, or or perhaps out the window. <laughs> Felmandar is coming. 